tapping the untapped power of God. Do you know that our actions on earth can literally govern the actions of heaven? Can I tell you that again? Our actions on earth in the spirit can govern the actions in heaven. So there is a power untapped that we need to find. And I want to talk about it today. But first, thank you for being with me. I pray the Lord will really use this teaching to bless your life in a mighty, mighty way. And I mean that. And uh, let's pray. Wonderful Jesus, I thank you for your word and your mighty promises. Mighty promises to you with the praise. And God's people said, Amen. Don't forget, tomorrow is our healing service, great miracle healing service, and it will be glorious. So make sure to join me. That's tomorrow, Friday. Okay, Matthew 18, 18, and 19. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever, think about that, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. That means our actions on earth can govern the actions in heaven. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. This is incredible. And then the Lord says for word two or three, are gathered together in my name, meaning in prayer, there am I in the midst of them. So how do we govern the actions of heaven? Well, the Lord just clearly told us. He said, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. If two of you will agree, ah, then... It's the part of agreement. It's the part of agreement that can literally release actions in heaven on our behalf. Please hear me. The part of agreement is mentioned many times in the Bible. I'm going to give you some incredible things to look at and maybe to kind of do your own study. Twelve amazing promises in the Bible. That when we come into agreement, we are going to see miracles we have not seen yet. The part of agreement, so powerful. The Welsh revival happened when two men agreed in prayer. The whole Welsh revival. Two men agreed in prayer. The charismatic movement began in Indiana when two men agreed. Did you know that? that the whole move of God began when two men agreed in prayer at Notre Dame. Did you, did, did you know that? Yeah. It was a conference, and two Catholic priests looked for water in the well, and the well had dried up. And they came, these were charismatic Catholic priests who agreed in prayer that God would give them water in the well. Notre Dame. And as a result, a revival broke in that place that spread throughout the world. So they prayed for days and days in agreement. That kind of power, saints, we need to tap into it. Think about Exodus. 
17, verse 12, that brought victory. Now, let's look at these scriptures. We're going to look at each one of them, and I want you to mark them in your Bible. Now, some of you probably had heard about this, but maybe now you're facing a situation in your life, and you're saying to yourself, what am I going to do? What am I going to do to see a miracle in my life? Okay. Exodus 17, 12 says, Exodus 17, 12. But Moses' hands were heavy, and they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat there on, and Aaron and Ur stayed up his hands. So here's Aaron and Ur agreeing for victory against Amalek. And the victory came as long as they held up his hands, That's agreement. Or think about Matthew 26, verse 38. Now, that is a very amazing and most remarkable, most remarkable portion in the Word of God, Matthew 26, 38, where the Lord says to the apostles, he said, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry here with me. Tarry here and watch with me. Here's the Son of God asking men to agree with him. He knew the power of agreement. So here's the Lord asking his own disciples to agree with him. And then, because he said, watch with me, agree with me. He went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he comes unto the disciples and finds them asleep and said to Peter, what could you not watch with me for one hour? Now it says earlier, it says earlier, well, the Lord says, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. He was, he was going through a tremendous trial and was looking for someone to agree with him. So he says, watch with me. And then he comes again and he says, can you not watch with me? Can't you just agree with me? If the son of God needed agreement, how much more do we need agreement? I have Jackson, dear Jackson sitting here listening, who works with me. How much more do we need that? If Jesus needed it, agreement. And then he made an amazing statement. He said, watch and pray. Now, he saw they could not watch with him. So he said, you need to watch and pray that you don't enter into temptations. Why? Because he was going through it. He was going through temptations like we've never known. We have never known. It says he was tempted in all points. When? In Gethsemane. To say, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful. Think about the temptations he was experiencing. So he says to his his own disciples, agreement will deliver you from temptation. In verse 41, pray that you don't enter into temptation. Watch. 
You know that word watch? It, it means more than just be alert. It means agree. Agree, watch, agree. Acts 1, we see another amazing example of the power, this untapped power, because it is untapped today. People are not really paying attention to how much power they're really losing in their life because they're not agreeing with someone. It says, these all continued, Acts 1.14, these all continued with one accord. That's agreement in prayer and supplication. Wow. They, they understood the part of it so much so, it says in verse uh, 41, they agreed, they came into agreement on who should replace Judas. Remember that? They came into agreement. And now they pray and say, Lord, you know the hearts of men. Would you please show us who should replace Judas? And the Lord showed them clearly who should replace him. So agreement is so because, they, look, they were lacking one witness to testify of the resurrection of the Lord. Someone had to replace Judas. All right, Acts chapter 2 is another incredible uh, moment of agreement that changed their life and your life and my life. Had they not agreed on the day of Pentecost, you and I would not even be, be here talking. It says, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all what? With one accord. One accord. Unity in agreement. Catherine Gumman said one time in her meetings, I'll never, never, never forget that. She said, if we can only come into unity, no one will stay sick here. If we come into unity, no one will remain sick. All will be healed by that moment of unity. I think that's what we're lacking today. Nobody is finding agreement. Look, it takes one person. You don't need a whole crowd to agree with you. You just need one person to agree with you. Just one person. Let's look at Acts 3. Let's look at verse 1. It says, Peter and John went together to the temple. And there was a man who had been crippled. If you know that story, of course you all know. And then he said, it says, who saw Peter and John going to the temple, he's asking alms of them. Peter was fastening his eyes on him with John. And they said, look on us. He didn't say, look on me. Look on us, silver and gold, I have none. And then he was healed. He was looking for help financially. And they said, look on us. There was agreement between Peter and John to bring that miracle to that man that changed the life of the church. 5,000 people were saved as a result. You look at Acts 4. Great power, it says. Great power felt. Think about the power that would release great power. And boy, we need that great power today more than ever in our life, in the church. It says, when they had prayed, when they had prayed, not when he, she, when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost. They speak the word of God with boldness. And then you read something incredible in verse 33. With great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection. 
So it says they all prayed in verse 31. And now in verse 33, great power. But look at verse 32. It says the whole multitude were one heart and one soul. Wow. One heart and one soul. So here's what really needs needs to happen. Find somebody who's one heart and one soul with you. Find somebody. There is somebody. I'm sure there is somebody. The, listen, the Lord will show you who that, who that someone is who's one heart and soul with you in the spirit. In the spirit. It says they were one heart and one soul. Wow. What a, what a glorious, amazing move of God took place in the book of Acts because of they were in one, one heart and one soul together. No disagreements, no divisions, no problems. The problem today in the church is we're not finding that kind of agreement. You know why that revival is happening at Asbury and other places, including my own children's school now? Oneness. They're really finding out we got to become one. And I think the pressures outside are causing all of us to wake up to we need each other now more than ever. And I feel today that what I'm talking to you about is really God's plan for the church. Oneness, unity, agreement. So God can move again in our homes, with our families. So find someone who is one heart with you, one soul with you. And watch what God will do. But agree with them. You have to come into prayer and agreement with them. All right. And the Bible tells us in, in verse 34, no lack among them. So this amazing power that they tapped into not only brought revival and more than that, it brought, it brought abundant blessings, abundant blessings on a church living under Roman authority, Roman rule, heavy taxes, great trials, many of them under heavy persecution. Yet they had no lack. Think about no lack when there's great persecution. Let me, let me show you something else. And let me also say this. This is, this is a power available that we just don't even realize how mighty it is. A privilege neglected. We, people have neglected this privilege. This is, this is the realm of the divine a divine realm people have not even yet bothered to look into. How about, how about Acts 12? Do you, do you remember what, what happened in Acts 12 when Herod caused the death of James? Satan wanted to kill the life of the early church. And it says Peter was, well, let me just read the whole thing. About that time, Herod the king, I'm reading verse 1 of Acts 12 stretched forth his hand to vex certain of the church. He killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, he went on further and took Peter, put him in prison. And now he wanted to kill him after Easter. But here's what it says in verse 5. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God. The church kind of woke up to, you know what? We, 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 we've got we to gotta do something. We, we've got to find 
agreement. Because maybe there was a problem prior to that. Maybe that's, that's, that's why James was killed. Maybe there was some kind of questions or disunity. We don't know. All we know is Herod did kill James. But now they started praying. They woke up without ceasing, it says, of the church. Agreement brought Peter out of prison. It says the angel of the Lord appeared, a light shone in that prison. Agreement released angelic power. You know, I believe in your life, I'm really, really feeling this. In the, I'm, I'm talking to somebody. Angelic power will be released through agreement. Angelic power is always released by agreement. Think about the Old Testament, how many times angels came when there was agreement. I mean, here, here's one amazing example. But we have examples in the Old Testament too. Elisha coming into agreement with his own you know, helper, and, and he says, Lord, open his eyes. There was agreement between those two men. And what did, did, did he see? Angels all around. Because two men came into agreement whether the man named Gehazi or Gehazi wanted to know how come Elisha was not afraid. And so they came into a spiritual oneness at that moment. An agreement happened. Wow. And when agreement happened, the angels were there. Agreement is always released angels. I remember hearing a story about a school somewhere in Indonesia and uh, a Christian school that was being attacked. And, uh, and the people, the sisters, I think it was like, uh, some kind of Catholic uh, charismatic school, and the sisters began to pray. They came into agreement, and the Lord sent angels. There was a whole crowd, hundreds coming to attack that Christian school in that country. And as they prayed, they saw the, the crowd that was coming against them run for fear. They ran away, and they all wondered what happened. A few days later, one of the men that was a part of that group that wanted to attack that school came back, and he wanted to repent. And they said, well, wh wh why did you all run? Well, didn't you see all those chariots in front of your gates? Didn't you see all those people in white? And horses, they were, they, those, those hundreds of enemies attacking that Christian school saw white men dressed in white, I should say, men dressed in white, on chariots, white chariots and white horses. And he ran away, they all ran away because those sisters prayed, they prayed. So many of the revivals happened because of oneness. The Azusa revival, for example. I'll never forget going to, a, to Azusa. And uh, one of the ladies that was there that night when the power of God hit, I met her and I talked to her. It was agreement with Brother Seymour and his people that brought the power of God. And it shook the world. It shook the world. So think about what I'm talking to you about. Agreement, agreement, agreement. Look, look at Acts 16, Acts 16. It talks about 
in verse 25. We, and and you, you all know that, but I believe the Lord is really stirring faith in many of you sweet people. In Acts 16, 25, it talks about when Paul and Silas were in prison. It says, at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. Agreement came between two men. Sang praises unto God. The prisoners heard that. Now, what, what, what happens? A great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened. Everyone's bands were loosed. What brought that earthquake to release Paul and Silas from the chains? Agreement. They they, they were together praying together. Paul and Silas prayed. It wasn't just Paul who prayed. Silas was was there with him. So this is so powerful. I think it's time we really take the word of God seriously about this. Because the Bible tells us very, very clearly agreement is so needed that Paul the apostle in Romans 15 verse 30 says, I beseech you, brethren, for the Lord Jesus' sake and for for the love of the Spirit, strive with me. Now think about Paul saying to the church, He says, I'm beseeching you. This is Romans 15, 30. I beseech you for the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of the Spirit that you strive with me in your prayers for me to God. He needed someone to agree with him that I may be delivered from them that don't believe in Judea. Because he knew he has enemies. He's asking the church, strive with me. Pray with me. I need your agreement. I need your prayer. And then you look at 2 Corinthians. This is so, so vital for our day to day. We need it more than ever. And I am asking God to open your eyes that you might see that someone in your life who is one heart and spirit with you that can agree with you and see miracles you've never had in your life. You've never even, even known. In 2 Corinthians chapter, chapter 1, beginning at verse 9, Paul says, We had the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not even trust in ourselves, but in God which raises the dead, who delivered us from so great a death, and does deliver us, in whom we trust. But watch what he says in verse 11. You helping together by prayer for us. So here we were in danger asking God to deliver us, But we knew somebody was agreeing with us. You helping together, you prayed for us. Wow. So he understood, they understood. Ephesians chapter 6, I'm almost done. Ephesians chapter 6, because I want to show you these scriptures. I only have, you know, two more to show you, and I'm done. I'm going to pray with you. Okay, and and in in fact, we're going to agree together today. We're going to agree together today. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18 through 20 says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto, or really agreeing with thereunto, with all perseverance, supplications for all saints. And for me that utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mysteries of the gospel. So Paul is saying, listen, 
when you pray and come into ag- ag- agreement, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be, I will become bold. I'm gonna become bold. So think what it does. Not only it brought deliverance, now boldness comes. That utterance may be given unto me that I may, be, that I may open my mouth with boldness, boldly to make known the mysteries of the gospel. And think about Colossians, where doors that had been closed were open because of agreement. I believe someone is listening today to me that may be facing some closed doors. Agreement will open them. Continue in prayer, Colossians 4, 2 and 3. Continue in prayer and watch the same with thanksgiving, with all praying also for us, that God would open unto us a door. He was asking God to open a door, but he knew he could not do it on his own. He needed someone else to agree with him. I'm gonna, I, look, I want to agree with you that if there's a door you need to open, it will open today as we agree. And finally, in 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 1 and verse 2, that is a powerful one, by the way. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 1 and verse 2 says, here's what agreement can do. Finally, my brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course, that we can preach the gospel freely. Really, a group recently just went to Turkey and they could not preach the gospel freely. Now look, there's a lot of people out there who are not finding freedom in ministry or or other things because they have no one agreeing with them. Agreement is so important. The Bible tells us it brought victory to Moses Temptations were, were, or they escaped temptations, told to, that they would escape temptations, the apostles. So we, we can escape temptation through agreement. We can make the right decisions, like when they agreed who would replace Judas because of agreement. The power of God fell because of agreement. Miracles happened because of agreement in Acts 3. Great power came because of agreement. No lack came because of agreement. I give you all that. Peter was set free from prison because of agreement. Deliverance came to Paul and Silas when they agreed. Boldness came when Paul said, pray for me so I may be bold. So that came because of agreement. Open doors came because of agreement. And the word of God was free to be preached because of agreement. Come on, stretch your hands towards me. Let's believe God. Let's, let's, let's agree. Dear Jackson just got on his knees over here because he wants it too. Lord, we agree. Like you said to us, Lord, in Matthew 18, 18 and 19, whatever we bind will be bound. Whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. You said if two will agree on anything, touching anything, you will do it, Lord. We come into agreement now, Lord, that whatever that need is, 
it will be taken care of. Whatever that door is, it will be opened. Or in some cases, it needs to be closed that you will be done. Whatever miracle, granted. Whatever answer to prayer, granted. We agree in Jesus' name. Now, you and your homes need to be specific with God right now. What is it? What is it you want from heaven? Lord, I agree with them. You, you've got to speak it out. You, you've got to say it to the Lord. You, you need to say it under your breath if, if you need to, just like Hannah did in the Bible. Our Lord, whatever they just spoke, please, Lord, I agree with them. I agree with them that you will grant it. In the name of Jesus, you know my cry, Lord. You know my need, too, and I agree, Lord, you're going to do it, and the people are agreeing with, with me, too, for my miracle. But I pray for them now that whatever they uttered in their heart, you'll give them. We agree together in the name of Jesus. For the glory of Jesus. We give you all the praise and majesty, wonderful God. Amen, amen, amen. I'm telling you, I'm sensing the anointing. I don't know about you, but I'm sensing the anointing. You feel that, Jackson? I do too. It's time now we believe God's word. I'm going to ask you also to sow seed in the Lord's work today. And I know you know what to do. So you can sow your seed now in faith believing. God to meet your need financially, financially. So you can sow your seed now on the platform you're watching me on. You can go to our website, benhain.org, or you can simply text BHM45770. And be with us tomorrow for the great healing miracle service live. Live. Be blessed. And I pray this teaching has really encouraged you and blessed you and helped you. But tomorrow now, remember, tomorrow we have the healing service. So just join us in the evening tomorrow live. In the evening, join us live. 7 p.m. on the East Coast here in, in Florida. Much love to you. Be blessed. It's going to be all right. God has promised if two agree, he'll do it. And he never breaks his promises. He is God Almighty. God love you. Bye-bye.